This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. I want to ask you a question about online life. Uh, we're coming up roughly on 20 years of really social media being a, a dominant influence in life and, um, and 25, 30 years of, of really everyone being connected in one way or another. And we've seen the impact of this in the lives of, of, of uh, members of the church or even uh, friends, family members. Their whole lives seem to be immersed in, in, uh, in what is online. Even their work is immersed in what is online. And I'm wondering if you can just comment on how do we avoid that sort of online existence having such a deepening influence on us. I mean, we've talked even quite a bit, even on this podcast, about how many people watch our online services that we stream mm. uh, week to week, hopefully for convenience and for something that's lasting and imprint in, um, where, where we can point people to this sermon or this service. But how do we avoid having that, that life uh, having such a deep influence? Yeah, I, th- I think about this, Josh, sometimes when um, you're at a birthday party or something for, for kids and you've got mom and dad and grandparents and everybody else, they've got their, their phone up, Yeah, you know, the yeah. entire time recording stuff, most of the time, you know, never looking at it again. Yeah, uh, and not even looking at what's taking place. Not looking, looking at, at what's right in front of them. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's sort of um, a parable of what's happening in our world all around. You know that that we mistake interaction with technology for relationship, and and we mistake this overabundance of information with knowledge and understanding. So I think we need to ask ourselves often: How would I have done in a world without this technology? How would I do right now in a world if you take if you took took my uh, cell phone away from me and Google search and computer information, all the rest, and you just put me in a world that existed not too long ago. And you think about 6,000 years of human history, you've got this little sliver of time where we've had all this technology and then we treat it as if it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. So if we took all that away and transported me back to a time when none of this existed, how would I do? Even, even I think about cameras, you know, I love the fact we have pictures of our family and cherish those pictures. But there was a time when what people had to rely on was memory mm. and conversation and rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You, and, and what's happened to us is because we have these other forms of, of capturing and maintaining precious moments, we, we don't talk to each other. We don't, we, don't, we don't remember things with each other the way we should. So all that to say, I agree with the premise of the question, which is, I believe that online interaction in many ways is encroaching in on what's healthy living. And we've, we need to take a step back and ask, is this healthy? Is it healthy when I get up in the morning and the first thing that, that my face meets with is not God in prayer, mm-hmm. but my phone mm-hmm. and what someone has been saying to me perhaps through the night watches via email or text messages or the latest news that's going to come across my phone? Where does my day begin? Where does my day end? Is my mind racing even as I go to sleep at night because my mind has been immersed in this world of information that's brought to me via my phone or a computer? Do I know rest in my mind and in my heart? 
So, so the, the, these are important things for us to grapple with. Obviously, technolo- technology can be helpful, is helpful. We all take advantage of it in one way or another. But, but do we have the capacity to put it in its proper place and to treat it as a helpful convenience, but not anything that's at the core of, of our life? Mm-hmm. And are we losing precious things due to our interaction with with uh, technology, and I, and I think on that last point too, I, it seems to me one of the major dangers here is just further isolation. There's this deceiving aspect that it actually brings people together. You think of something like a social media side, or Facebook, something like that. We're bringing people together. We're connecting people all over the world. But actually, what it's done is further isolate us, which is totally contradictory to what the New Testament calls Christians to be doing with one another. That's that's a great point. Yeah, we we have imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people we've never met in our entire lives face to face, and we get to know them via some, you know, whether it's you know X or it's Facebook or whatever the case may be, and we call them our friends. I mean, you've never met them face to face. Saw a, a documentary recently on Manti Teo, mm-hmm. and had to do with football uh, player. Yeah, yeah, the catfishing of that of that mm-hmm. of that man. I mean, this is a man who at one point is is grieved over the death of someone who never existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sort of speaks to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. How, how impactful this, this imaginary set of relationships can be mm-hmm. that we only know them by virtue of mm-hmm. um, typed words you mm-hmm. know, into a machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely we can, we can lose precious things um, if we don't interact with technology properly. And certainly a Christian's existence is one i mean even just the church gathering is a sort of uh embodied existence it's a it's a it's a people together face to face words on a page and um and kind of antithetical to the the lure of technology which says everything can just be online and that's that's good for us. I was thinking of imaginary. I was thinking as you're talking of uh, of that movie Castaway, where Tom Hanks is like Castaway on this island by himself, and and somehow this like volleyball floats onto the island, and it's a Wilson volleyball, and he he creates a character on it because if he doesn't continue to interact, it's like he's going to go mad if he doesn't. Yeah. And then when that volleyball goes floating off, he lo- he kind of loses his mind and <laughs> and um and is totally distraught. It does speak to our longing for for real interaction with real right. people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can remember uh when in my younger years, you know, thinking so so when you're when you're young and you're married, there's sort of this battle for time. When you get older, that can dissipate a bit, but battle for time around things that you enjoy. So mm-hmm. I've always been a big sports guy. I've enjoyed watching ball games and things like that. But any good and healthy marriage, you, you've got to you've got to balance that with things your wife enjoys. So it can't just be what you enjoy. And so I can remember when Jackie would go out of town, maybe to visit mom or to visit her sister or whatever. I had these big plans, man. Come Saturday, I watch college football from beginning from more day break to the end of the day. You, know, you have these sorts of thoughts. And then about halfway through that, you're missing her you're, really you're bad. Miserable. It's like, yeah, it's like this, these great plans <laughs> weren't so great. Well yeah. And it was just a good reminder to me, you know, mm-hmm. even in those years, that, that there's no substitute for the flesh and blood, real life people who are in your right. life. Right. A game can't substitute for mm-hmm. that. A Facebook page can't substitute for that. And biblically speaking, this speaks to the, to the primacy and the, uniqueness of the local church. Mm-hmm. There's no way that watching preaching on a screen will ever substitute 
for, for a person being a part of a healthy local church. Mm-hmm. So isolation is a real danger when mm-hmm. it comes to technology, especially now you begin to find yourself satisfied with just that online interaction. Mm-hmm. That's actually mm-hmm. not a good thing. You know, someone listening mm-hmm. might say, well, Richard, that's you, but I'm perfectly fine being by myself. Mm-hmm. That's actually not a good thing mm-hmm. because God's designed us to make an investment in other people's lives mm-hmm. and have other people invest in our lives. And when you cut yourself off from that, that's actually an expression, even the book of, the book of Proverbs speaks of this, as lacking wisdom. Yeah. Wise people don't isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do not neglect to meet together. We're exhorted to Which do. Which is the manner of some. The manner of some. Yeah. But exhort each other all the more as you mm-hmm. see the day approaching. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.